stocks, bonds, ETFs, straight out of downtown Chicago. This is Zach's Market Edge. Welcome to Zach's Market Edge, the podcast about investing in your life. I'm your host, Tracy Reinick, and this week I'm going solo to talk about an important topic here in 2024. Should you buy stocks that are on their all-time highs? Now, uh, I just did a podcast on a similar topic to this with my colleague, Dave Bartosiak, which you can see, and I recommend watching it as a video podcast on zax.com slash YouTube. Go to our YouTube page to find it. But that podcast was on whether or not you should sell some of your winning stocks, you know, as they're hitting these new highs. Maybe you should take some gains off the table. And we had an interesting discussion about that. But it's come to my attention in the last couple of days since we did that podcast that people also have an issue with whether or not they should be buying a uh, stock that's hitting a new all-time high. Some of these stocks do have our highest Zacks rank, the number one strong buy rank or maybe even number two buy rank. And so on the Zach's rank system, those are saying these are strong buys or buys. But some people were telling me on Twitter slash X that, you know, why are you recommending this stock that is up so much, even just here in 2024 or maybe over the last year? Why are you recommending people buy this now? But that brings up the age old question, right? When should you buy a stock when it's hitting new highs? Should you ever? Or should you wait on the sidelines for some kind of pullback? As many of you know, I've often tweeted out that, you know, trees don't go to the, they don't grow to the sky and stocks at some point don't keep going up either. But with some of the stocks, especially those in the hot AI area, uh, it seems that that uh, strategy uh, that they don't go up forever is not correct here in 2024 because these stocks are reporting earnings and they're still going higher. But it's not just limited to the AI stocks, even though those are among the hottest. There's other red hot stocks that are also um, making new all-time highs that you might ha- be asking, should I buy this at these levels? And they're in retail, they're in restaurants, they're um, in, you know, just regular tech stocks. Some are in financials. Uh, you know them because they're being talked about out there, but you might be on the sidelines still and wondering, should I get in here? So there's the, the main uh, thing I would tell anyone when you're first starting off with this type of question is, of what are your goals? What? Why would you want to invest in this company? For what end? Uh, is it a short-term trade or is it long-term? You're going to actually be an investor in this company. And then you really have to go to the fundamentals. If it's about investing, it's always about the fundamentals. If you're trading it, then yes, the chart is what you're going to look at. But I'm going to go off the view here that maybe you might want to invest in some of these companies. And then your question is, hasn't it run too far too fast? Isn't it uh, just too high here? And some of these, I've heard the words, you know, it's gone vertical. 
it's parabolic, those words are being tossed around. Isn't it just simply too hot to handle here? So I wanted to start off with one of the stocks that I actually bought when it was hitting new highs last year in the value investor portfolio. And then I recently bought it for my own personal portfolio a couple of weeks ago when it, again, was hitting new all-time highs. And that company is Vertiv, ticker V-R-T. V is in Victor, R is in Robert, T is in Tom. Let's take a look on the video podcast, if you're watching this, at the price and consensus chart that's on Zacks.com. This is one of my favorite charts. It's not the one that also has the earnings surprise that Dave Bartosiak mentioned in our last podcast that he loves. I do like that chart as well. But this one without the earnings surprises just shows you the earnings consensus estimates and uh, over the last five years and the next five years. So this is 2021 through 2025, and it shows what was happening with those consensus estimates from the analysts, and then it, it's put on top of the stock chart. And you can see with Vertiv that uh, it had the sell-off in 2022, but then 2023 is when the earnings started to take off because it is in the data center side of the AI play. So the earnings growth is real. You can see uh, the earnings for 2024 and 2025 expected to be up considerably here, uh, but they haven't reported earnings yet for the end of 2023. So we're still waiting on the earnings report from Vertiv uh, to see if, if things are still going to be hot for 2024. But I'll tell you this, they are in partnership on the data centers with NVIDIA. So their stock tends to move with NVIDIA. And if NVIDIA is seeing rising earnings, then it's likely Vertiv will too. But how hot has it been? So over the last year, these shares are up 297%. So this is one of the ones that people have been saying, it's parabolic, it's gone vertical, and it does look like it's gone vertical from this chart. Uh, over the year to date, so just in 2024, it hasn't even reported earnings yet, as I just mentioned, and it's up 20% year to date. So yes, this is red hot. But the thing I would tell people and what I've been telling the subscribers in the value investor who aren't yet in this stock because they're getting questions, is it too late for me to buy? Uh, that's the question we're trying to answer here today. Well, again, we don't yet have the earnings report, but we can take a look at the detailed earnings estimates right now, which I'm doing on the video podcast. And scrolling down, so we don't yet have the end of 2023, but we can see earnings expected to be up 228% from 53 cents to $1.74. That's what's been driving the stock over the last year. They've been beating and raising estimates every quarter, again, kind of in tandem with what NVIDIA has been doing. Next year, still very hot. Earnings expected to be up 27% next year again to $2.22. So that's $1.74 to $2.22 for 2024. And we'll see because, again, they haven't reported yet. So we're not sure 
if they're going to beat and if they're going to raise again. Um, But what about valuation, right? This is going vertical, as some people describe it, and it is red hot. Well, its forward PE right now is at 27 times. That is more expensive than where we bought it in the value investor portfolio, but um, not immensely so. And it's not trading, you know, above 50 times by any means. And look at this peg ratio here, a peg of just 0.5. A peg under one indicates it has both growth and value. So that's very bullish here. That's not indicating it's expensive either because those earnings keep rising along with the stock. So again, you really have to look at the fundamentals. You can't just look at the chart, declare, oh, it's up 300% in the last year. That's crazy and absurd. And I'm not diving in because if you're an investor, you're a long-term holder of this company. And so you really got to look at the basics and the fundamentals. Now, if you're trading this, that's a different uh, analysis. And I'm not going to cover the short-term trade. This is a red-hot stock. So um, as I mentioned earlier, trees don't grow to the sky. Stocks don't go up for forever. As you can even see, uh, just looking over at this little price and EPS surprise chart right here, you can see in December of 2023, it was up, but not a lot. And it kind of moved sideways that month. It's only here in 2024 that's caught another bid and has uh, moved higher into these new all-time highs again. So it does have periods where it kind of takes a time out, takes a breath. And as an investor, if you're trading this, you might want to wait for one of those pullbacks. Even as a longer-term investor, you might want to wait to see if we get some kind of uh, sell-off here, even 5% or 10% pullback. Those would be normal in any kind of bull market. So this is Vertiv, ticker VRT. But let's take a look at the the company it's in partnership with, the other red-hot AI stock that just keeps going up. The analysts have to keep raising their estimates on it and their guidance, and that's NVIDIA. Uh, Let's look at the price um, and consensus. Let's look at the price and consensus chart on this one because it, too, is red-hot. Actually, Vertiv is up more in the prior year than even NVIDIA. I have NVIDIA up one year 228% instead of 297 like Vertiv. But as you can see, the stocks look very similar. If you didn't know better, you would think this was Vertiv, at least over the last couple of years. And even on where the uh, price and consensus for the earnings themselves are, this looks very similar to what Vertibs looks like. Not surprising because they're in the same industry and the same business and they're partners. But we can see in 2024 that parabolic or vertical move, as people are calling it, over year to date up 35% for NVIDIA. So once again, this is another red hot stock asking, you know, leading us to ask, should we buy here or is it just too hot? Well, let's look at what the fundamentals are doing. It also has not reported here for the last earnings quarter. It's on the fiscal year. 
but we can see something from the earnings estimates here. So fiscal 2024 expected to be up 268% from 334 to 1230. That's why those earnings estimates on the price and consensus chart were surging. Next year, fiscal 2025, 63% earnings growth again, up to 2007. So that's 1230 up to 2007. So still red hot with huge sales growth both years. This year, fiscal year, 118% on sales. Next year, 53%. That's just huge amounts for a company, any company, but certainly a company of this size and magnitude. So um, NVIDIA, it's actually not as expensive as I would have thought. If you would have asked me, what's the forward P on NVIDIA? I would have guessed over 40, but it's trading at 34 times now. And that's because the earnings side keeps going up. Yes, so does the stock, but so does the earnings. Peg ratio, not as cheap as what Vertiv was at 2.56. So it's not a value here, but um, not as expensive on a PE basis as I originally thought, and certainly within its historic norms here. So we're just waiting on that earnings and people asking, when will it not raise guidance? It's been beating and raising too, just like Vertiv. And when we get that quarter where it maybe does not raise its prior guidance, then we maybe we see a pullback or a sell-off because that would be normal. So as an investor, am I on the sidelines with this one? Well, uh, again, it depends on your goals, your time period, and um, the valuations are looking pretty decent. So um, this one, again, just maybe wait, wait on the sidelines for a little bit of a pullback. Or if you like these fundamentals, you're, you're okay with What's happening on the earnings side, then, uh, you know, there's no reason not to buy the stock here. Although, uh, let's see what kind of rank. We are number two buy with this one because they haven't reported earnings yet. So we haven't gotten a lot of analysts uh, revisions to that consensus yet. So we'll see if this moves up to a number one. But that's NVIDIA red hot right now. I know it's always hard to buy um, after you've had a big move like this. That's what I told people when we bought Vertiv last year because it had already had a big move higher when we got in um, in the value investor portfolio. But it paid off because the fundamentals were there and it still had attractive valuations. So that's, that's one key thing to keep in mind. Okay, let's get out of tech a bit, though, because there's still some of these red hot stocks that are, you know, going vertical outside of tech. And the one I can really think of is Eli Lilly, ticker LLY. This is the weight loss drug story. Let's look at the price and consensus on this one. And here you go. So it's pretty red hot, too in um, year to date up about 20%. And we're, we're recording this at the early in February. So it hasn't been long year to date to already be up 20%. One year it's up 106%. So it too is going 
red hot vertical parabolic, especially here in 2024, new all-time highs, obviously. But this is a little bit different on the price and consensus chart because things weren't looking so good in the 2023 earnings. Those were cut down because now we're, we're thinking 2024 is when the weight loss drug uh, gusher will start to pay off for Eli Lilly in the actual earnings and then again in 2025. So what does that look like in the detailed earnings estimates? Let's take a look at that because those are some big lines. Um, so 2023, as that chart just showed you, an earnings decline of 20% from 794 to 634. But the street is already anticipating the revenue and the earnings from the weight loss drugs for 2024. So that was 2023. This is 2024, up 97% from that 634 to $12.50. So that's really where we're seeing the bullishness from the analysts. And there is a true story here, right? These weight loss drugs are going to be a big thing and whoever has them will be making some money off of them. So the question is, how much are you willing to pay for these earnings uh, if they get these earnings, which the analysts believe they will? PE right now is 56 times. So that's a lot more expensive than what some of the tech stocks, surprise, surprise, are trading at. So there's all this worry and angst about the AI stocks, especially on the data center side. And yet Eli Lilly is actually on a PE basis, much more expensive, almost double the price of Vertiv on a PE basis. Uh, peg ratio is not too crazy, but a little bit elevated as well at 2.29. So this isn't a value either for Eli Lilly, but you are betting on the future future of the money coming in from this drug, these drugs on the weight loss side and everything else Eli Lilly has going on, of which it has other things. So that's a question you're going to have to ask and do a deeper dive on their actual business. But right now, the stock is hitting yet another new all-time high. So someone is willing to pay 56 times for these future earnings. So that's Eli Lilly, ticker LLY. Then uh, switching over to the restaurant side, we've had a couple restaurants hitting new all-time highs recently, including McDonald's, actually. But then it had a somewhat disappointing earnings report, so McDonald's stock is pulled back. But another company in that area that I've always called the king of the restaurants, except for a brief period when Domino's took the title, but this would be Chipotle. They have regained the title and uh, they are also busting out to new all-time highs once again. They haven't reported earnings yet, but as I'm recording this, they're about to. So we'll wait and see what they are saying. But look at their price and consensus chart. It's just so consistent. This looks so different than the sudden new breakout story of either the weight loss drugs where suddenly earnings are turning around or the data centers where it started last year when we got the turnaround and the, the earnings are soaring. This is with Chipotle year over year over year of just similar steady nonstop growth. And that's why I love this chart. And that's why these shares are busting out to new highs. 
So what are they doing? Year to date, they're up 8.3%, but they haven't reported yet. So we'll see if they get another boost from the earnings report. And one year, they're up 46.3%. So that might not seem so parabolic because it's not 300% like Vertiv is, but that's still pretty ag- aggressive move in a stock that was already trading and hitting new highs in 2023. And now it is again in 2024. Taking a look at those detailed earnings estimates on this one, if you are thinking, no, it's just too red hot for me, uh, 2023, that's what we're going to hear the final quarter. Earnings expected to be up 34% from 32.78 to 44.16. And then another 19.9% for 2024. Here it is right there, up to 52.94. So from 44.16 to 52.94, again, this is fairly consistent on the earnings growth, although 2023 was very bullish at 34%. And then we're going to get apparently, at least the analysts believe so far, another possible 20% earnings growth next year. Uh, We already see, actually, I just scrolled down to look and see what's happening with the earnings estimates. This this year, um, for this next earnings report, two estimates are higher in the last seven days for this year and for next year. One is lower for next year. So the analysts are already... Uh, messing around with their earnings estimates. They're already making changes ahead of this earnings report, and that's very bullish. Analysts don't like to get it wrong, so why not just wait for the earnings report to come in, and then you can raise it if they beat and raise again. Um, But uh, pretty bullish to be raising into the number, but also interesting to be cutting for next year into the number. But we have heard from a number of restaurants now, so some analysts might be garnering some information out of those reports to make their adjustments here on Chipotle ahead of this report. But either way, that's pretty bullish going into the number because you don't have to do anything. You don't really have to raise until they actually report, and then you can raise. So uh, PE, 46 times. It's always been expensive, except perhaps the time when they had a little bit of a PR issue going on, then shares sold off, but it never got into the value range under 20 times on a PE, and now it's back up to 46 times. PEG is a little more attractive than some of the others we've just been talking about at 1.8. So that's, uh, that's looking pretty good as those earnings are rising and we're getting, you know, both growth and valuations maybe not quite as stretched as long as those earnings keep going up. But we will see if those earnings are going to keep going up. But people really believe in Chipotle. There, there's been, you know, there's Chipotle fans who've owned this stock for many, many years, um, hitting new highs once again, but kind of doing it quietly on the stealth side, I'd like to say, as some of these other AI stocks have taken away some of the spotlight. But this one still busting out. And I've had a lot of chances over the years to buy this stock thinking, you know, oh, I'm getting a pullback here or, you know, it's it's overvalued and it will it will fall further. And it kind of uh, never has had super huge pullbacks in the recent years. But 
no, no stocks grow to the sky or no, no trees go to the sky and no stocks do either. So there are always cool off periods and pullbacks, as I just mentioned a little bit earlier with McDonald's. It too was at all time highs, but has experienced a little bit of a pullback on this earnings report. So that's Chipotle, ticker CMG. And then I'm going to cover one that Dave and I did cover in the Should You Sell and Take Some Off the Table podcast that we just did on these red hot stocks. And that's Decker's Outdoor, ticker D-E-C-K. And I'm covering it again because they did report earnings after we did that podcast. They beat again. It was a stellar quarter, like across all metrics. It wasn't even close on the earnings surprise. They blew it out. And uh, the stock is uh, gone parabolic, even more so than when we had it on the podcast just one week ago. So year to date, up 23% now for Deckers. Remember, this is UGG and the Hoka Shoes. Those are their two main brands. Both are red hot and both were huge winners uh, during the holiday season. They have lowered their inventory Inventory was a bit of a problem. If you can see on the chart back in 2022, it had a bit of a sell-off. There was an earnings miss in there. Otherwise, it's mostly always beaten. But there was an earnings miss because when the supply chain got messed up, a lot of these retailers were uh, ordering early and trying to, or even flying in uh, some of their inventory for the holiday period for end of 2021 into 2022. And so they ended up with a lot more inventory as sales kind of dipped a little bit there and they had to discount some of that inventory to simply get rid of it. So they were more promotional and that hit the stock a bit, but that's all been cleared out. Inventory is lower now and we don't have the same supply chain issues. Uh, China has reopened. They no longer have zero COVID policy. And the shipping lanes, at least from China and the Southeast Asia, where a lot of shoes are made, uh, have cleared up. So, um, yes, Deckers is back to its winning ways. It does have the strong brand in both UGG and Hoka. It is on trend. And these shares have really taken off, as you can see. So, as I mentioned, year to date up 23% now. One year up almost 100% over the last year. I do kick myself. I was thinking about buying this for the value investor portfolio, as I mentioned on our last podcast there in 2022, when it did have the inventory problems, because I've followed this stock for years, but uh, it didn't. I got a little greedy. It didn't get quite as cheap as I wanted. And then the stock took off again and it's been running. Now, for the purposes of this podcast, obviously I haven't bought it in the value investor portfolio, but that's because it's the value investor portfolio. So let's look and see why I haven't bought it. Um, We're going to look at the detailed estimates now and see what's going on with those estimates now that we've had earnings. So uh, you can see um, I'm showing the agreement with the estimate revisions. And after that earnings report, all the estimates are higher. Um, None are lower, seven are higher, both for this year and for the next fiscal year in just the last week since it's reported. And earnings now fiscal 2024 expected to be up 33% to 2591. Fiscal 2025 up another 11% to 2887. 
So we're still getting double-digit earnings growth expected for the next fiscal year and almost there on sales, up 9.9% on the sales front uh, for next fiscal year. Um, So yeah, let's look at valuation. PE isn't as pricey as Chipotle. It's at 32.9 times. So not quite as bad, but, and the peg ratio, just a, a 1.73. So a little bit under where Chipotle was. So this isn't quite as expensive of a peg ratio either because those earnings continue to rise, even though the stock is also rising. We have had a little bit of a pullback off of the, the parabolic jump after the earnings. So this is another one where you might want to keep it on your radar and see if we get a little more weakness in the shares here, and maybe you can get in at a slightly more attractive valuation. There's always pullbacks. There's always sell-offs. These things are healthy. There's even always corrections, which would be a 10% pullback, and that would be healthy. And just looking at this small three-month price and EPS surprise chart that's right here on Zax.com, you can see that much like Vertiv, it the shares didn't really do much in December. We did have a rally there in November, but they were basically kind of topped out and then weakened a little bit into 2024 before then taking off again and then really taking off on that earnings report. So that is Decker's ticker D-E-C-K. For those of you not familiar with this, breaking out to new all-time highs on just a fantastic earnings report. So this is why I feel you need to look at the fundamentals before just dismissing some of these stocks as being too red hot or, you know, parabolic, vertical. It's absurd. You know, it's crazy what's going on. Um, If you feel like it is too red hot and you can't get in either as a trade or as an investor, there's nothing wrong with waiting on the sidelines because we will get a pullback a sell-off, a correction. We may even get a bear market correction uh, or bear market um, uh, pullback, which is 20% on some of these stocks. That has all happened before with all of these stocks. Uh, There's not a single one that hasn't had major market corrections over the years. So um, it's good to have discipline. It's good to keep an eye on what's happening with the fundamentals. Uh, Keep an eye on the Zach's rank. The rank can tell you kind of what's happening there with earnings. I see Decker's Outdoors is a Zach's number one rank after that great earnings report because it beat. The analysts are all raising. That's a classic Zach's number one strong buy. But if you ever see one of these stocks fall to a four or certainly a five, the strong sells, that's a little bit rarer. Uh, The number ones are somewhat rare. But the number fives, the strong sells, are also a small percentage of the overall Zach's ranked uh, universe. And so you would have to ask yourself, what's happening that we're seeing a number five? The estimates are likely being cut. The estimates are on the downward slope. And that's maybe not what you want to see. But I like to check in on the number fives as well to see if I can find any you know, uh, turnaround plays or bargains in there where maybe just uh, the negativity, the bearishness is overdone. But in this podcast, we're checking in on the number ones, the strong buys, or even if they're not a number one, they uh, likely will be at some point if those earnings estimates are on the rise like they are. 
and these are the bullish side and both pose dilemmas. But if it simply seems too red hot for you and you, you know, you're angry at it. I've seen some people angry on Twitter at me about some of these stocks, especially the AI ones, then nothing wrong with moving on, moving on to the next stock. You don't have to buy it and you can wait. You can wait and have some patience and see if you get that sell off and get in at a better level that you feel more comfortable in. Okay, so let me recap the stock tickers in this important uh, podcast. I feel like we're cutting, uh, covering all these important areas on when to buy, when to sell these kind of red hot stocks, uh, because both things are equally as important uh, when you are an investor or even a trader. So the first stock we talked about was Vertiv, ticker V is in Victor, R is in Robert, T is in Tom. I do own it both in the value investor and in my own personal portfolio, but I only bought it a month ago. I don't, I haven't gotten the nearly 300% return like everybody else who's been in it for a full year, but I like the fundamentals and the valuation still. So that's why I got in, but we're waiting for the earnings on that one. So it's Vertiv VRT. Then we talked about NVIDIA. We all know that one. We all know it's soaring. Ticker N is in Nancy, V is in Victor, D is in David, A is in Andrew. Eli Lilly, maybe you weren't paying attention to that one. That one's gone parabolic too. Ticker L is in Larry, L is in Larry Y. LLY is the ticker there if you want to get in on a drugs and those weight loss drugs. Then we talked about restaurants, Chipotle, ticker C as in Charles, M as in Mary, G as in George. CMG, also at new all-time highs. Then we finished it up with Deckers Outdoors. This is Ugg and Hoka, very hot shoes and accessories. It's back to a number one. Its ticker is D as in David, E as in Edward, C as in Charles, K as in Kathy, Deck, D-E-C-K. And as always, I aim to bring you whatever the hot topics are. This was a hot topic this week. It's a hard question to answer, but there's more that's still going on. We're still in the midst of earnings season, so might have some more podcasts on what's going on with earnings because there is an interesting development now that we've gotten in most of the MAG7 earnings except for NVIDIA. So I may be covering that. We'll also have some more discussion about where you can find some deals in this market. Are there any? And uh, we'll be discussing all the other hot stocks as we go along this year. So be sure to get us somewhere. You can, of course, watch this video as a video podcast on Zacks.com slash YouTube on our YouTube page. That's just Zach's Investment Research. If you're searching and want to find that page somehow other than zax.com slash YouTube, but I just find that to be easier. Um, you can get us there. You can get us on Amazon Music. We're on Spotify, of course, and most of you I know are on Apple. We definitely are on Apple. You can also get us on SoundCloud if you're still over there, but we're on a bunch of the podcast categories. Be sure to Google us, the Zach's Market Edge podcast. And you'll find us somewhere and I'll see you again next week with some more stocks.
This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.